If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This week on Barbecue Attack, I don't know if we're going to call this the seasonings we love or the seasonings we like, but at least we know one thing. It's a season we cannot live without. I'm your host, Rod Simmons, joined by my partner, Kyle, co-host, and the guy who does not like to be called a barbecue expert, even though his barbecue is on point, Chris Ashley. What's up, man? What's up, brother? So, I'm excited, man. I'm excited this week. First off, once again, shout out to all the fans of the show. God, I, I got to do this every week because they just make me so happy with all the conversations we have, all the awesome pictures we're having. Uh, it's just so, so cool. So, so happy to see that. And, uh, you know, last week, uh, Discord rolled out a new feature that's very similar to Reddit. So inside of Discord, you'll have like a kind of like a forum category you can set up. So I just added one talking about our favorite, uh, gadgets, you know, our favorite, con- and I just listed my control as a test. So if anybody sees that, let's test it out. So the whole purpose of this new, forum piece of it because you know we have crazy you know conversations that can run on and on and on and on which is cool but the problem is if somebody's new or somebody misses part of the conversation then what will end up happening is they'll you know they have to scroll up and up and up and up and then you could be four or five different topics throughout that list so being able to have a specific forum about a specific topic um it, it you know much like you would do a reddit post uh, is going to make that type of stuff a lot easier. So we still have, you know, the regular chat stuff, but I'm going to create a couple of forums. I just created one talking about the gadgets so everybody can start putting up the gadgets they use, what they like, what they don't like. Um, And then that'd be a great singular location where somebody can go in and just, you know, you know, discover something new or new tech device that they never heard of before for, for barbecuing or grilling or what have you. And so, yeah, so I'm hoping this thing kind of takes off because I like the idea of it. Uh, uh, that, uh, and, you know, instead of having to go create a separate Reddit page for barbecue and tech, we can just keep doing it all through within Discord. So I'm, I'm liking this little new feature that they added. So if so, folks that's listening, um, check it out. If you have some, uh, definitely if you have some gadgets to contribute or maybe there's a gadget that you guys have seen, um, maybe we don't own it, but you want us to test it out and see what we think of it. Put it in there too. Um, you know, Rod and I are always looking for new tech. Uh, stuff to mess around with and play around with. So, um, if there's something that we like or don't like, we'll definitely give you an honest opinion on it. But 
I just had to put that out there, but that's not why I'm excited. So tomorrow I am flying out to Georgia for this your uh, first time on a flight and since when? How long? Before oh, COVID or no, no, so, it hasn't been that long. Okay, I, 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 flew, right. I flew, remember I flew down to my mom's. Um, uh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But this is my first work flight in two years. Yeah. Since before COVID. Wow. But, but I don't care about that. That's not what I'm talking about. Every time I go to Georgia, I find some dope barbecue. And so I'm excited for that to see if I, you know, if, uh, if I find a location down there where I can, uh, get a good, some good barbecue. And of course, if I do, I'll post it in the discord and let folks know what we found and, yeah, what have you. If I find time, because, you know, we're, we're putting on a conference, uh, professionally at my, where I work. And, uh, so because of that, you know, time is limited. It's free time or, you know, self time, personal time is, is going to be limited, but I'm going to do the best I can to find me some barbecue down there. Um, because, you know, if it's the home of some of the top barbecue professionals in the world, you know, Myra Mixon, uh, um, and, uh, Robbie, uh, what's the name? Uh, Robbie Royal. Yeah. Robbie yeah, Royal. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I, yeah. So, and you know, unfortunately, I wish I was closer to where Stumps was, uh, cause I would definitely go check out the warehouse just to see what they got new and all that stuff. But, uh, you that know, that could be a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Very expensive mistake. I'm just going to uh, leave it at that. Cancel my flight. <laughs> I'm driving back. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully I can find some good barbecue, uh, while I'm down there. Uh, I'm sure, you know, most places are going to be dope anyway, but I'm really excited for that. So yeah, so I'm going to take a little trip and, uh, and make, make that happen. All um, right. Well, I'm excited to hear what tickles your taste buds there, but let's talk about our barbecue. And I think that well, is, you got to so, hold on before you, before we get into the list, you have, you, you got a brisket that we're going to do soon, right? Or are we holding off on that? I can't remember. That brisket almost got destroyed. No way. So I got a phone call. I, I guess I was at the airport getting ready to jump on my flight home. My son said, the outside freezer isn't working right now. And I'm like, no. I was like, okay, um, go outside and touch the brisket. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. <laughs> That's an expensive brisket. Like, mind you, this is an old refrigerator that was at our house, was recycled outside uh, when uh, we got a new one. a new one, yeah. Uh, And it's been out there for uh, probably almost 10 years. So that was the original refrigerator that came with the house, the one that's outside? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first one. So here's the funny thing. I did the same thing. Hold on a second. I did the same thing. So I took my original refrigerator that came with the house and I moved it downstairs. You and I both have replaced our new refrigerators numerous times while this thing still the old the original one that came with the house is still kicking unbelievable although it mine is. is on its last leg so i'm finally gonna have to replace it but we've bought some expensive refrigerators and i've replaced mine at least twice and i know you have at least twice replaced yours. oh yeah and yeah. let me let me just say this one has no more legs so i was like check the brisket because i'm like it's it's a it's a 250 dollars brisket he's he's like it's 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 really hard. He goes, it's a little soft on the outside. I was like, take it downstairs and put it in the fr- other freezer. <laughs> and I knew that my wife was going to be home within like an hour. So I'm like, as long as long as you leave the freezer closed, anything else in there will, will likely survive. But I guess he was saying that uh, he was home with a sore throat, so the popsicles were all like 
watery and they, they, it did fall below their temperature, but the brisket was so, so large solid. and so cold. Yeah. It's rock solid. So we didn't lose that. She moved it all to other, uh, fridges. So we're, we're good to go. But yes, that, br- my kids have, but two of my kids have asked me, when are you making that Wagyu brisket? I'm like, you guys are a little too spoiled <laughs> and wanting, <laughs> like, understand that you will, like, I have beef ribs here too. So I think I'm going to do the beef ribs first and then I'll do the Wagyu brisket probably uh, sometime in October. They just yeah. think that like Wagyu brisket is, just supposed to be the, the common fallen off trees. Go out yeah. back to that Wagyu brisket tree and go pick one. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. It, you won't. Here's the thing. If you only, only thing you made were Wagyu briskets, you wouldn't appreciate the quality difference when you get to them. So yeah, needless to say it is here. I will eventually make it, but it'll probably so that's be not anytime October. soon. Okay. It was, well, it so was going to be weeks. last weekend. Uh, it was going to be two weekends ago, but my son had come home and then it was going to be this weekend, but it wound up not being this weekend because I was away. So I, I think he comes home again in October because um, okay. they have like a fall break. So we'll probably, I'll probably do it before he comes home in October. All right. Just wanted to coordinate and make sure I have enough seasonings in the house because I am running low on some. Absolutely. Um, all right. So are these seasonings we love, seasonings we like, seasonings we can't live without, seasonings that we use for multi-purpose or just all of the above? I would say all of the above. And to summarize, essentially, these this today we're going to talk about our top five rubs that we use. That's like the mainstay of any of my barbecue. You know, I may venture out and, you know, mess around with another you know flavor that I found or something like that. But for the most part, if I'm tasked with putting on a, a, a barbecue or if I'm tasked with, uh, you know, a, a cookout or something, I'm one of these five or if not a combination of these five are going to be in a rotation. And the reason why I like doing this, uh, we kind of did something similar last year. But the reason why I like doing this uh, yearly is because it can change. Right. And something can be edged out uh, of the top five and something can be, ed- you know, can move itself back in or and I'll say this. One of mine, I'm going to make it an honorable mention this time because my my taste buds have kind of changed and I just preferring a, a different mix. So I'll start it off with my moved out of my top five, uh, which and uh, I'll tell you my number five has replaced it. But the John Henry's uh, brisket rub, I'm a, I love that brisket rub. But it's now kind of moved out of my top five. I think it's it's gonna it's in my top it's in, it's number six now. Um, it, you know, it's a great rub for folks that uh, just want a, a nice tasting brisket. Um, it's not overly salty, which I like. Uh, I I don't even mind putting it on some like chicken wings sometimes uh, or, or or other other meats. I, mostly chicken beef is what I use it for. But um, it, it's got a really bold flavor. It's got a little bit of a kick to it um, as well. But uh, I don't know. My taste buds have changed. And I'm kind of, you know, moving back into a more, more a more purist kind of feel with my uh, brisket. Um, so, yeah. So, but that's uh, definitely for folks that are looking for a decent brisket rub. Um, that's something. That's one they sell. All of these they sell on Amazon. So, we'll make sure there's links to uh, all of them. Um, they, if anybody wants to try one, um, and let us know what they think. But the Texas brisket rub by John Henry still is still a great rub, but just not in my top five anymore. What about you? 
Well, I don't have an honorable mention because uh, I thought we were doing five and you chose well, to do six, but well, it's okay. I, just had to, I had to mention it. Now we can go on to five and we'll just start with you. All right. So if I had to go to the bottom of mine, it's Kirkland. Uh, Costco has, I feel, a very good, pretty versatile rub. I tend to use it on fish, but um, it does have uh, like the ability for use it on fish and chicken or turkey, stuff like that. And it's the uh, sweet mesquite seasoning from uh, Kirkland's. And again, like I say, I feel it's one of those, it's super inexpensive. You can get it at Costco, but you can also get it on Amazon. But it's just, it's a versatile rub that if you just want something to go on, I'd say a less, like a fish that's probably a little bit, it's more on the mild side, but not something you're going to dominate with the seasoning. And um, I'm a fan of seasoning with texture. And the one thing I really like about this seasoning is that it's not like a, if you do something like a, like if you make your own AP seasoning, I'll use that for example, even though this is not an AP at all, it, it, it tends to be like just powder, right? Like it's very fine. So you don't get that texture. And this, I feel that, you know, you put the seasoning on, you turn it over and you're like, Oh my God, all of it's like, there's a lot falling off, but it's just, it's always like adds like this element of a crunchiest bite to the to the, with the seasoning. I just love it. Sure. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely go with the, uh, Kirkland's sweet mesquite seasoning. Okay. So for me, number five is no surprise, I would think, but. It, it would I would start with a basic fifty fifty blend salt and pepper. It's just right that was now my number four. Damn it! <laughs> right now it's uh well you can explain why you why you like it as well. But for me, um lately I've been enjoying the actual taste of the particular meat that I'm eating, um yep. as opposed to all the additional uh, flavors that we can add to it. Even though you know I. I overall goal is always to kind of enhance those flavors and um and and just make something come out of it more but right now over the last i would say over the last nine months i've really been hardcore on um salt and pepper and like you said with the texture you know it, because you can make it yourself it's the opportunity to make the grind a little bit coarser so you do get a texture to the outside of whatever meat that you're eating. Um, I, I, I honestly, honestly, I kind of stole that from you because when you made uh pulled pork all the time before you would always grind your pepper a lot coarser. And I really enjoyed that texture along with the flavor. So I kind of stopped over grinding or just fine mincing or my fine grinding my pepper and just adding, letting it be a little bit more coarse to the top. And I think that it gives it the opportunity to, get some of that smoke flavor in it, but also it gives you a, a different experience when you're biting into it. What about you? Um, so I think you got it right on point, which is it's about the basics. Uh, I think there's, so the first thing I think one, when you're smoking, I think that bark that you create, especially like on a brisket or something like that, a lot of that, it has to do with that pepper that you get in there. You also tend not, like if you just like the flavor of the meat, you don't mask any of the flavor. The salt obviously accentuates the flavor a lot that you get. You get like an incredible, that smoky flavor and that, um, the bark on it. So for me, it's that well. Now, the one thing I can say that I've been curious about, if you listen to any other barbecue people who are doing on the professional circuit, they always say, I, I'll use a 16 mesh pepper. And I'm like, all right, I have a little grinder that I grind and I just kind of grind it and I look at it and I am curious as to 
could I find something that could allow me to grind? Not because I would say that the, the Cuisinart thing we use does more chop versus grinding your seasonings. And I'm very curious about finding a proper grinder so I can get it to the exact like 16 mesh type grinding of pepper, what that would be like. But, uh, I- I'm again, I'm with you a hundred percent because it just allows the meat to speak for itself. And it doesn't matter if you're talking pork. Cause I, I will say with pork, I like to go salt and pepper only keep it basic, get a lot of smoke in there. But, um, I think brisket ribs, you can go the same route. And I think you like to use it as a rinse and repeat, which is, or sorry, rinse and restart that. Let me start with the basics as I'm trying a new technique. So start with salt and pepper because you know that there's nothing else that was at play there. And then I'll start to add on the things that I like. My my kids like sweeter ribs. So that's why I tend to add some uh, seasonings that have a little bit of that sugar in them. Um, But again, there's, there's, you cannot beat uh, just a salt and pepper. It's, it, it is a, it's a, it's a very nice palate cleanse for you to start over and keep going. And it also allows you to build up on top of it if you want to, season it with something like some type of a sauce it's so versatile because you haven't chosen a a flavor profile with your seasoning up front so that's kind of why i like it yep okay all right so i will lead off with number four and number four used to be my number one long uh, for for many 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 years but uh uh the the number four for me is the charlie vega rendezvous seasoning still in my Ah, top five that was my Dude, like what? seriously, look at this photo on my phone. <laughs> I literally had it sitting up here like, all right, I know what my number four is, rendezvous. All right. So all right. again, uh, so for me, uh, something special about this rub, I really, really like. Um, it's it's very subtle. Um, it has some bold but earthy flavors inside of it. And it's, it's so good that you can use it uh, – as a dry rub or as a top coat. So even if like I was doing ribs and then I was reheating them on the grill, I would have no problem taking this Charlie Vega and, you know, just sprinkling it pretty heavily on the top while it's grilling and then eating them just like that. Um, I, and the other thing is I love using it for fish. I love using it for chicken. I love using it for beef and I don't use it on pork too much, um, even though it could work on pork. No problem. But I usually stick with with those. Uh, but mostly like uh, chicken and ribs. I, I think this thing is phenomenal. But uh, when I say pork, I should say pull pork because um, I definitely use it on ribs. But uh, just and I love the color that it leaves. Right. Because one of the things that's important is if you're using a rub, how does it make your barbecue look when it's done? Right. Because you eat with your eyes first. And so, you know, some of these rubs, you want to have that good level of paprika in it. So it gives it a nice reddish umber uh, look when it's coming off so that it looks really, really good. And uh, Rendezvous definitely does that. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I always keep that in stock at the house. Um, so what about you? And you're the one to introduce me to them. Yeah. So and I think we so we both have had the I'd say. The benefit, like I think, I stumbled across the restaurant first. Yes, uh, it's it's in um, Memphis. I think it's Memphis. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I was in Memphis, Tennessee, was hanging out with friends, and mind you, this I felt like this is probably almost fifteen, twenty years ago. And they said, "I was like, let's go, we, let's go from some barbecue. You got to go to Rendezvous." I'm like, "What's Rendezvous?" Uh, and we went, and it was just I remember because they the seasoning they just had things of the seasoning sitting on the table. You could uh, their shakers. And I remember I got the dribs dry and that was probably the first time I went away from like sauces. And I just like, I'm going to try the dry rub ribs. 
And oh my gosh, I was like, these ribs were one just fantastic, but the, having the dry rub season that you could sprinkle a little on the plate or on the, the ribs and just eat. And I was like, this is heaven. So for me, that's definitely why rendezvous was definitely the top. And again, it comes back down to, it's one of those versatile rubs that you can use anywhere. It has that texture that I like. Um, I, I will say um, I I tend to go lighter with it on my foods now just because it, it does have um, an undercoating that's more of a powder-based that can really coat. And I feel if you go too heavy, you could block out some of the smoke flavor you're really trying to get into your food. But from a just a general all-purpose seasoning, I like it. The other thing – I will often get it on Amazon, but every once in a while, if I know that like I'm on my last bottle, I will order it from their website. And the reason why I like it is because when you order like, let's say I usually, when I order like six, eight bottles at a time, I think it's eight is like their, that kind of quantity. Then they throw in like a thing of popcorn with it, with the rendezvous seasoning on it. So if you're, if you just want to try it out and want to get a single bottle, again, we're, we're making sure there's a link for you that you can jump to Amazon and get it. I suggest any of these rubs, you get the single bottle first. That way you're not stuck with a bunch of rub that you don't like because, you know, this is very subjective. Um, actually, you know, uh, one of our good friends, Allison, she said she wasn't a fan of the rendezvous on the popcorn. And uh, but for me, you know, I hate popcorn, but I could eat that all day, you know, it, uh, you know and it's not to the taste of popcorn. It's just a, the annoyance of it, uh, but getting stuck in your teeth and everywhere. But I'd love the rendezvous on the popcorn. So how well, that would actually make me eat it. So, yeah. So anything you get, just try a small, uh, get a small bottle first. And then if you like it, then you can you know branch out from there. Yeah. And the, the other nice thing about it is if you don't like it, it's there's probably somebody who has, who enjoys that particular flavor profile that you can easily just pawn it off on. But it, again, for me, I like it as a, it's a seasoning that I tend not to go only that, but I, it's a compliment to like a, a, a couple other seasonings that I'll put with it. But mm-hmm. I really do like that seasoning. And if, if you are in Memphis, Tennessee, or you've happen to take a business trip or a trip to, to Memphis, Tennessee, you should definitely check it out. I believe there are some other restaurants like in, I think Florida is like another location where they have one, but I think Tennessee is their original location. Fan- yeah, again, I, I went ahead, to Tennessee a couple of years ago and uh, we were all looking for a place to eat. And I was like, if I'm in Memphis, I got to find some barbecue. And uh, they're like, Oh, rendezvous. Around. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, it's walking distance from here. I was like, it was like maybe 15 of us. I was like, that's where we're going for dinner. But I was, I was like, stop it. We're yeah. going to rendezvous for dinner. Like I had to, you know, overrule and assert the big daddiness because I was like, we ain't going, if they're running was around the corner, we're not going anywhere. I need to experience this place and did not disappoint. Everybody was destroying everything they got, you know, just smiles all the way around. You know, I, of course, anytime I go to a barbecue place like that, for me, give me a rack of ribs, give me a, a brisk, a pound of brisket, give me a pound of pulled pork. I, I, I try, I mean, it's so greedy, <laughs> but I have to experience, every, and I, there's no way I'm eating the whole thing, but I do my best to experience all the different meats at a bar, at a new barbecue yep. place because, you know, I want to know, are you good overall? Are you good for this? Are you good for that? You know, and what have you, like, I'll tell you, like I went to uh mission barbecue. Oh yeah. 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 Not a fan. Not a fan. Yep. Uh, their, their sausage was good. Their jalapeno sausage, excellent. But uh, everything else was regular. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, I think it, it's a it's an acquired and, taste. Yeah, for a chain for a chain restaurant, I I say Famous Dave's is like the the bar, right? 
because they were a massive chain restaurant, but their food was actually good. You know, so I like if you're a chain restaurant, you got to some come somewhere. You can't be under famous days. Right. Because I figured the bigger the chain, the the worse the food, you know, the worse the food, the flavors go because they're always trying to find ways to mass produce, I, and get, you know, and, and all. I that. was sad when famous days in our areas closed down. And I, I yeah. oddly enough, I really like their jalapeno uh, mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. But uh, all right, I'm going to get to our number three um, and I'm going to go first just because it seems like we have a number that overlap. And this one I'm going to go with. And I know you're going to pick it as well. Is going to be John Henry's pecan rub. I like that particular seasoning. For me, it is definitely one that is a staple when I'm making ribs. Again, my kids like the ribs. They like them sweet, but not too sweet. And that's this is one of the examples of where the rendezvous comes in because rendezvous is not a sweet seasoning at all. It is, but it's a great seasoning. And John Henry adds that hint of sweetness that I, one of the hints of sweetness that I like to add to the seasonings for the kids that they, that makes them guess that could sort of come back for those ribs over and over again. So uh, for me, John Henry's pecan rub is definitely on my list for my, for my number three. All right, so this is people are going to think. Uh, yeah, we actually purposely did not compare our, our list. We probably should have, so so we could. No, no, list. because your opinion is going to be different from mine in some regard as far as why you like the rub. So it doesn't matter. But John, uh, John Henry's pecan rub was definitely going to be in my number three. And um, oh. for for me, I love. The, that pecan taste it's a sweet this, the pecan rub is a sweeter rub so the, the reason why i like it is because i can take like a salt and pepper base and then if i want to add the sweet to it i can use that pecan rub it's not too sweet it's very subtle um has a little bit more salt content in it than some of the other rubs uh that we've mentioned like the rendezvous doesn't have a ton of salt in it to me but this one does have a little bit hint more salt and um so I like to use it on ribs and I like to use it on chicken wings. Those are my two favorite things to put it on, but you could pretty much use it on anything you want. But that with some, that pecan taste with some smoke flavor uh, mixed into it. Um, and even when I do that, sometimes I'll even use some pecan wood along with uh, my oak to kind of set it off even more. And uh, I, I just, just, just a great flavor and a great rub. And I, you know, I've tried many different pecan rubs, but uh, honestly, I've tried tons and tons of rubs period. Um, but John Henry seems to make a really, they have a list. Cause there's, you know, at least one more, that's probably going to be both Rod eyes number one for sure. Um, but uh, definitely um, the pecan rub. I fully enjoy. So um, I, uh, I, I'm going to go with something that I'll say it's quasi controversial here. Um, and cause I don't really feel it's a seasoning. Well, I guess we went 50 50 salt and pepper. So uh, something I'll throw in there. I don't know if this really is my number two. I should have probably done it when you did salt and pepper. It's definitely my number two. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but killer hogs, yes. AP seasoning. I am so sick of making. And APC is like, and I'm, I like to say my older age every once in a while, I just, I just want to be lazy. Now, that being said, I, I like it because with 99% of anything I'm going to do, um, you have to have a base. 
And to me, your base is your salt, your pepper, your garlic, your base. And you get that and you build up upon it. So I do like it for that. If I'm just going with salt and pepper, then I'm just going to go 50, 50 salt and pepper. I don't need this as base, but for pretty much anything else I'm seasoning that killer hogs, uh, AP seasoning, I, I really do like, cause again, it just, it's already mixed. It's ready to go. And I can just start seasoning. We, we should probably mention that with 50, 50 salt and pepper, it is, it is by volume, not by weight, just obviously cause salt weight is really heavy and pepper is really light. So right. it is 50, 50 by volume. Um, but, for me, I would go with that. The other seasoning that I, that you introduced me to, um, that I like a lot is going to be, um, the Boar's Night Out White Lightning Double Garlic Barbecue. I really excellent like that rub. one. Yeah. Excellent rub. It's, it's a, a it's, yeah. It's a great, that, that's a great middle rub. Um, it's not in my top five. Yep. But to me, like if I'm doing like a salt and pepper base and then maybe like a rendezvous, I don't mind putting a, that, um, that one kind of like in between just to add a different dynamic to all the flavors together, but it's, it's a solid rub or I'll use it on uh wings as well. And one of the things I love doing is making wings and then just taking like five different rubs and splitting the wings up and putting all these different rubs on them. Um, but that's a good one. But for me, the uh, killer hogs AP seasoning, definitely my number two right now, because I almost use it all the time. Um, for me personally, I like to grind up a, some black pepper on its own and then because i always feel like any rub that includes black pepper never has enough black pepper for my desire uh, so i don't mind adding a little extra um just plain black pepper along with the ap seasoning but the ap seasoning i think is a great base for any barbecue um killer hogs ap uh a great base and i think one of the reasons why it's so addictive is you know but it tastes so good and it just does something to you is the fact that it includes msg um, you know, I um, did not know that. Yeah, it uh, it, it definitely includes MSG. <laughs> and uh, if anybody uh, here is a big fan of Uncle Roger. You definitely want your MSG. Um, but uh, you know, MSG does. It's a salt, right? It has like a, a lot of salt property to it, but it does kind of wake up the taste buds and adds adds a flavor. Um, umami. Is that uh, umami? Umani. Umami. Yeah. Uh, flavor and uh, and I think and a lot of rubs do include MSG. So if you're allergic to it or it gives you headaches for some reason, um, yeah, just make sure you ch- you know you check some of these rubs and make sure um, it's not in there. But uh, it definitely I think that's one of the main reasons why because you know and you know for salt and pepper it's just salt and pepper and that's it salt pepper to meat. But for these AP rubs, they tend to include your know, your garlic powder, your onion powder. And um, this one has MSG. It also, I believe, has parsley in it as well. You can kind of see the green uh, flakes in it and some other seasons. Obviously, he's not putting the whole uh, <clears throat> recipe out there. But, uh, it, you know, you could make your own if you wanted to. It, honestly, if you just do salt, pepper, uh, salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, uh, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, but uh, definitely the MSG, I think, is what takes it over the top and just allows it to kind of wake up everything else that you're putting onto it. So I'll use it as a base for a brisket. I'll use it as a base for doing salmon. I'll use it as a base for chicken, use it as a base for pulled pork. Doesn't matter. It's actually, uh, it's a really good rub. I've, and, and I, in fact, uh, sometimes like when I, when I was doing the chicken thighs, I just use it at just that and that's it, you know, with a little extra pepper on it, because especially if it's something that I know I'm going to sauce, um, 
I try to get a good balance in there. So I'll use the AP seasoning and then put the sauce on top. And then, so you got the chicken flavor, the AP, and then the sauce uh, all together. So um, definitely my number two is the Killer Hogs AP seasoning, which then leads that I'm positive that we both have the same number one oh, as yeah, we well. Do. And uh, this is by far my number one favorite rub of all time. I mean, I literally can take this bottle and just dump it into my mouth. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what these guys are doing to this thing, but John Henry's sugar maple rub is out of this world. Just my hands down favorite rub. I most, and I love it so much. I have to fight myself not to put it on everything that I barbecue. (laughs) So instead what I mostly relegated to is brisket and chicken wings. And I use it as brisket, especially as my top layer because of that sugar content helps to give me a nice bark on the top of the brisket. Uh, this thing is just outstanding. Uh, it's, it's a, it's way more on the sweeter side than the, uh, than the pecan rub. But it does have some, you know, a little bit more herbs in there or some spices in there as well. Um, I definitely would not use it by itself. I definitely think that uh, that you need to add uh, something else underneath it. Um, maybe, maybe it's just a salt and pepper. Maybe it's the AP. Maybe it's a combination. But uh, uh, even though if you use it by itself, I wouldn't be mad at you either. But the sugar on it just gives it a nice color. The you know it's a bit on the redder side because it does have a, a must have a, a bit of paprika or something in it. So kind of gives you that reddish tinge to it as well. Um, it's almost impossible to overuse it, which I like in the seasoning as well, right? Some seasons, like you, let's say you're pouring it in and then the top, the top falls off, which has happened to every single person. Uh, yeah, it's done. You, you ruined it. That, this would just be like, ah, okay, <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> um, I love it on grilling. Um, I even put it on burgers. I've done that too. Oh, wow. I haven't tried it on burgers yet. I've done that too. Yep. Um, I'll season my burgers like regular and then I'll just put a dash of that. And you kind it's so subtle um, that because you know, I'm just dashing on it, you're like, there's a little sweetness to the savoriness that's going on with this burger. I, I, I mean, there's not, there's no meat that I haven't put it on yet. I've put it on salmon. I put it on chicken. I put it on ribs. I put it on um, brisket, but I mostly relegate it to brisket. I prefer the pecan on ribs, um, but the, the 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 sugar maple is just. I mean, we 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 buy this thing in in five, five pound bags. Yep. Um, that if if anyone was quite quite understand how serious we are about this rub, it's it's that good. What about you? Where where you at with it? Sorry, I was sneezing there. I knew you could ask me as soon as I sneeze. So since you've and I think you've hit on sugar maple as exactly how I would have. I, let me, I will have a plus one. And this is actually not an individual seasoning, but this is a make your own seasoning. So years ago, there was this restaurant that I really enjoyed called um, uh, California Cafe. And they had this um, uh, uh, blackened uh, shrimp pasta, I think it was. Cajun oh my gosh. A Cajun. Yeah. Loved it. And Unfortunately, went out of business probably almost 25, 30 years ago. But I, I can tell you, I still sometimes crave it. So 
I always look for something to give me that kind of black and seasoning. And I found a l- restaurant on this website called Valerie's Kitchen, which again, I will put a link in there for it, but it was for black and mahi mahi because I do eat mahi mahi a lot. And it's a super easy mix that she does for a blackening season, which I don't think is anything crazy. Um, but it is using like your Costco, uh, stuff and it just throws together all the key seasons you need. I'm not a fan of the website. I understand advertising and that's really what they're doing there, but the mix, the ratios are all fine. And I will usually take the ratios and triple or quadruple them up so that I have like a small little container of this seasoning, which is a mixture of onion powder, garlic powder, smoked paprika, uh, thyme, oregano, uh, sea salt, pap- uh, pepper, and then cayenne pepper. And for me, it, it gives me the des- of what I like, a little bit of that heat. And my kids actually now, when they're making mahi mahi, they're like, Dad, do we have any of that seasoning mix? And they will, they now will just go sprinkle it on. So if you need a way to just kind of give a little kick to something where you're just trying to do something different, I've also used it on shrimp. So if we're doing like shrimp pasta one night, I'll just, I'll blacken the shrimp with it and, Add it to add a little bit to like uh, the make a sauce in the pan and then I'll put the noodles in it and it's fantastic. So uh, if you just want a tip for just you know just rolling out your own seasoning, this is one that I found that I'll often make uh, black and mahi mahi with it and use it for black and shrimp. And it, for me, it turns out great. And I don't use anything crazy. I get that exact same Costco bag of mahi mahi, the Kirkland one that they show on the website is the one I use. So I put a link that's going to be my, my bonus one that, uh, compliments Chris's. So interesting. Uh, is it a, a lot of people say blackening season and then they use Cajun seasoning almost interchangeably. And I don't think there's a problem. I don't think there's a necessarily by today's standard, there's a problem with it, but they are, you know, to me, they are different, you know, blackening seasoning, you tend to put on beforehand. It gives it that, you know, it's a, a nice spicy, uh, darker cook, like especially when you use it on chicken or you use it on fish mostly. But uh, Cajun season is kind of means it has a bit more heat to it. And, um, you know, you can put it on before or after um, you cook something. So you could, you know, cook something and then add some Cajun seasoning to it. Yeah, would you, you on the same uh, wavelength? Yep. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But like I say, I think we're all trying to make things. Now, I will say with this Cajun seasoning, it's not something that I tend to go to the grill for. I te- Or sorry, with this blackened seasoning, I tend to do this one in a pan just as they describe it and basting it with butter to get it to cook through. Um, because, But it, for me, it's it's just a fantastic seasoning. So if it's, if you want something to go with, I say, give it a shot. Um, you could do it on chicken as well. Cause it, you know, you could get a blackened chicken. I love blackened chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go to a restaurant, I'm like, Oh, they have, yeah. When they have a blackened seasoning, I'm like, you got me there. It's almost like, um, uh, I- I'm a, I'm a purist when it comes to steaks, but there's something about like a black peppercorn sauce with a steak that I'm like, Why'd you have to put that on the menu? I must, <laughs> I must try it because because I like black black peppercorn sauce. Or if I see something with like a um, uh, peanut sauce, oh, I love peanut sauce. That's another thing that like will turn my head and make me uh, try something different. You know the crazy thing about California Cafe is what did I work there twenty years ago? Plus over twenty years ago. Yeah, I still have almost every recipe memorized. Uh, you have to make that pasta again because I've been craving it like no tomorrow lately. I can still I can make that Cajun pasta with without even thinking. 
I haven't asked for it in 20 years, so I don't think it's much to ask for. That next time you make some Cajun pasta, let me know. I'll be I'll be there to get it hot, so I don't have to reheat it. Well, it's a it's a long. It would be a long process though, because I would literally have to marinate the chicken breast. I would have to. I gotta wait 20 more years. Is what you're saying? <laughs> marinate the chicken for 20 years. I'd have to marinate the chicken breast. The 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 the, the Cajun rub alone, you know, is. You know, so many different ingredients that I, it, I would take, you know, an hour or so to make. And then I'd have to make the Alfredo from scratch. Yeah, but I'll, I'll do it, though. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, that, yeah, one time when you make it for your family, and you're like, you know what I'm going to do? Is treat, I, haven't made treat it here. I haven't made it here for a while. The last time I made it, we were actually on vacation and uh, we had I kind of took some shortcuts. I made I did the best I could with the Cajun seasoning. Um, I grabbed, you know, most of the ingredients and then just doctored up an existing Cajun seasoning because they didn't yeah. have everything I needed. Uh, and then I bought some Alfredo's pre-made Alfredo sauce, but I doctored that up as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of doctoring up, but uh, it gets you, it gets you the base of what you need and you can take it to the next level. It's, it's, it's the reason why people combine seasonings. I love the seasoning. It's just, but if I, me, I can make it my something. own, I can make it my own. And then when people are like, what's the seasoning? Well, it's a combination of things. And like, what's the ratio? Like, I don't know. It's, it's sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. Like, it's, it's, I can't tell you what it is. You can watch me make it one time. And if you want to try to duplicate it, go for it. Yeah. You know, people that have heard of us since the beginning know I, I don't, I tend not to share a ton of recipes and, uh, but get over yourself. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> I don't. Jesus. You know, it, it to, to me, and I'll, I'll say this, and you know, maybe for some of the new listeners, for me, people in this game, like us, people, folks listening to this podcast, man, we spend years, hundreds of dollars, time, effort trying to perfect something. And when somebody's like, hey, give me the recipe for that, I have to know that you respect the work that was put in to making for that what I had to do to get it to this point where you want to try it. If I know you're out there in the same game doing the same thing, it's easier for me to be like, okay, let me, sh- let me give you, you know, how I did this. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, just somebody who came to a party and they're a guest at the party. It's like, oh, I, I got to try this. My husband's got to try it. You know, if your husband's not in the game, you know, he's, it, no, 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 let him work at it. And then we can confer notes and stuff like that. So that's why this podcast is kind of a, you know, cathartic for me because now I'm finding a group of people that I can actually share, you know, some of the, you know, the experience that I've had and the tips and the tricks, you know, I've worked in restaurants, I've worked in, you know, hotels, I've worked, you know, I've worked in country clubs, you know, I've always worked in, I thought I was going to be in restaurants, you know, before I went into IT. Uh, so yeah, so it just makes it easier to kind of bounce these conversations. You pent up with all this information, and you know if I keep giving it to Rod, you know he's just going to keep ruining everything he cooks. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how we roll. <laughs> no, it, you know, so you know, this, that's why I like this group. I don't, I don't mind. You know, this group is making it easier to kind of share some of our secrets and stuff like that. So there we go. There we go, man. All, all right, right well, man, look, I got to have a great. Safe trip, and uh, I, I'm glad it's you get on a plane this week and not me. I get to, I'm at home for at least uh, about four, four or five weeks before I have to go back to Europe. So I'm okay, gonna enjoy cool. it. All right, man, we out of here. All right, thanks, fans. Peace. Peace.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.